If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Loneliness is the new smoking. It's almost as deadly and nowadays even more common. It's a pandemic sweeping across the world. Yes, on top of the other one. And it's making us not only more depressed and more isolated, but more likely to suffer from physical illnesses. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu. Every week, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, we'll walk through the science and art of reconnecting with others so we don't have to be in our lonely little bubbles anymore. If you've ever watched Mad Men, you might have marveled at how normal chain smoking was back in the 1950s. Nowadays, smoking rates have thankfully gone down drastically, but there's been a growing new epidemic that is arguably just as bad for our health, and that's loneliness. In fact, some health researchers say that loneliness is as damaging to health as smoking 15 cigarettes per day, contributing to problems like cardiovascular disease, immune system dysfunction, and it has reached epidemic proportions, with over half of adults reporting that nobody knows them well and almost half feeling like they're isolated or don't have meaningful relationships. Now, if you're surprised to hear that the numbers are so high, that's probably because nobody admits to being lonely. There's a stigma to admitting that you're starved for company, so we often portray our lives as going great on social media, even when we feel disconnected. This, ironically, fills everybody's sense that they're the only one left out. Or perhaps you're not surprised by how common loneliness is. After more than a year of the COVID-19 pandemic, Many of us are feeling cut off from others. I've certainly heard this from more than a few people. But interestingly, during the pandemic, the overall rate of loneliness was actually lower for older American adults than usual. They actually perceived increased social support, perhaps because their children and their community were concerned about their health and gave them more attention than usual. Younger adults, that's millennials and Generation Z, however, have been having a harder time. They've had about a five-fold higher risk of being lonely compared to older adults. And this loneliness leads to higher risk of mental health problems, of risky behaviors, and of negative coping strategies. Maybe that's why there are professional services that will send you a cuddle buddy or match you with a close-by cuddler. We're just feeling so isolated and so starved for human contact. 
And by the way, I don't necessarily recommend internet cuddling services for a variety of reasons. But don't worry, there's actually a science to anti-loneliness, and it's not as complicated as you think. Expanding and then maintaining a social circle takes work and time, but rest assured, your people are out there. And today, we'll talk about how to get out of our lonely bubble and reconnect with people. Tip number one is to start by reconnecting with old friends. Start with your existing but neglected social circle. It's easier to reconnect with old friends than to start from scratch. Think about whom you've lost touch with. An old roommate from college? A childhood friend that made you a friendship bracelet back in the day? Now that everybody has been feeling cooped up for over a year, this is a great time to write a cold email or text someone out of the blue. No excuses needed. If they're close by, see if they want to go for a walk together or grab a beer. The great outdoors will brighten anyone's mood. Now, if you're hesitant to reach out to someone you've drifted away from, think about it from their perspective. How would you react if they contacted you? Would you shoot them down and write them off? Or would you be excited and happy to reconnect? And that brings me to tip number two, which is don't be afraid of rejection. If you're still not sure about reaching out or tend to think that you'll be rejected, there might be a good reason you feel this way. The lonely among us, it turns out, see the world differently. In a fascinating study, lonely and not lonely college students watched video clips of lunchtime at college dining halls, and in these scenes, there were always both positive and negative social interactions happening at any given time. The study participants might see positive interactions where someone smiles or nods or leans into a conversation, but at the same time, they might also see negative interactions like someone turning their back. Here's where it gets really interesting. Researchers used eye-tracking technology to see what parts of the scenes the study participants focused on. Lonely individuals immediately fixated on the negative interactions. They picked up on signs of potential rejection right away, perhaps better to avoid it and protect themselves. Now, this makes sense. If you're already feeling vulnerable and lonely, you're naturally on guard for situations that could kick you when you're down. Zeroing in on threat means that when you're lonely, you see potential rejection everywhere. But here's the thing. Lonely people anticipate rejection much more than they actually get rejected. The problem is that their expectation of rejection leads them to avoid socializing in the first place, which makes others believe they're simply not interested. So it's just a big ball of misunderstanding on both sides and kind of a game of chicken to see who will reach out first. Now, tip number three is that you don't have to be the life of the party. You may worry that you're lonely because you're too quiet or too introverted, too shy. Luckily, the opposite of loneliness is not hard-partying extroversion. You don't have to change your personality to find your people. There is nothing wrong with you. The only thing you probably shouldn't do is to be totally passive, to always avoid eye contact or hide in the corner behind the houseplant or not show up in the first place. This is what sends a message that you're not interested. But fear not, you can actively engage by simply smiling or listening attentively or asking questions, simply being agreeable in a social setting. You don't have to be the life of the party. 
You don't have to be super charming and witty and thought-provoking and hilarious all at once. Conveniently, just as there is a wide range of personalities in the world, there is a wide range of what people like. Low-key is just as likable as witty. So you just have to be yourself and be truly present. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Tip number four, keep showing up. Social psychologists have known for a long time the real secret sauce to friendship. It's not compatibility. It's not shared interests or values. It's proximity. That's right. How physically close you live to someone is the biggest predictor of whether you'll become friends and stay friends long term. This phenomenon is so well known that it has a scientific name. It's called the proximity principle. And this is good news because it means that we're all capable at any age of making long-term friends. There is no sophisticated algorithm or complicated skill you have to master. You just have to show up and hang out with people a bunch of times. So if you volunteer, do it regularly at the same time, same place, same people. Learn to salsa dance and show up to the bonus weekly practice dances to really get extra face time with these people. Join a Facebook group for local gardeners and keep sharing pictures, paying compliments, and offering advice for your neighbor's tomato plants. You can, of course, still do drop-in fitness classes and other one-off events where the people change constantly. But know that if it's loneliness you want to cure, you should try to invest more time in consistency. A ready-made group where the same people show up repeatedly is your best bet. And give it at least a couple of months before giving up, even if you feel a little awkward at first with gardening or with salsa dancing. Now, let's say you're already showing up. How do you take it a step further and really cultivate some long-term friendships? Well, tip number five is to pay it forward. So let's say you've already gotten yourself into the local quilting gang or taking up bonsai tree cultivation with a nice local group. Good for you. Now that there's social media, 
everyone is just a click away from anything they might be interested in trying. So hopefully you will or have already found something you're into. Once you've established yourself, try to take on a leadership role. Having a role to play is a blessing for the shy among us because it requires less social improvising. You'll have a set of duties and a platform or a framework for how to upkeep the social group and a reason to connect with everyone in the group, even if it's just to remind them to pay their quarterly dues or to show up for the next practice or encourage them to donate to the food drive. Plus, you get to pay it forward and cultivate the social haven for others who may also be looking for some anti-loneliness. And if you're already on a good roll, you're already reaching out to old friends, you're showing up to events, even if you maybe don't quite feel comfortable yet. If you're part of a group, that's all really awesome. The last tip I have for you today is tip number six, be proactive. Most of us don't feel lonely all the time. Instead, it comes in waves. And each time loneliness flares up, which is maybe a weekend with no plans or a particularly sappy 90s rom-com with a bowl of popcorn for one, use it as a cue to plan for the future. Whenever you're feeling lonesome, take action. Email a friend to meet up for a run next weekend or look at the schedule for that book group you've been meaning to join. It won't make company appear in the moment, but you'll have created something social and fun to look forward to. You will also have prevented a downward spiral because you know how it is. The more lonely and crappy you feel, the less motivated you feel to do the things that you know you should, like reaching out to a friend. So get ahead of it, be proactive, and use loneliness as a cue to start scheduling social events. And now that things are opening back up with the easing of the COVID-19 pandemic in many parts of the world, isn't it time for the other pandemic of loneliness to ease up too? With people excited to come out of the coop, it's a better time than ever to start laying the groundwork for your comeback. Be patient. It's not always easy or fun to get through the first part of getting the ball rolling, but soon you'll be feeling more connected, and better yet, you'll be helping others to feel more connected too. So be that butterfly bursting out of the cocoon, and let me know how it goes. Thanks so much for listening, and let's continue the conversation on social media. You can find me on Facebook and on Twitter. I'm at QDT Savvy Psych, and I'm also at Jade Wu PhD. We can also keep in touch through the Savvy Psychologist newsletter. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Beata Santora. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you so much for joining me again, and I'll see you next week for a happier and healthier mind. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it, between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. 
With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.